0: Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service
1: is... Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice.
0: Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And this is Episode 65, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. netgear Netgear.com.au for all your networking and connectivity solutions and uh, this is the program where you can sit for 30 minutes whether you're walking on the train in the car whatever it is and you can hear about all the things that are happening this week in technology outside of your regular reading of websites like techguide.com.au featuring Stephen Fennett. G'day mate. Hello, Trevor. How are you going? Man, I'm very well. Um, origin week, so let's not uh, let's yeah, not get well, into football. We should
1: specify we are recording this on a Tuesday night because I'm going down to Melbourne to watch mm. the, the State of Origin tomorrow Sorry. night. So you're so going to Melbourne? I to appreciate watch you
0: accommodating me a day earlier, Trevor. You, you're going to Melbourne to watch Queensland begin their quest well, so? to win. We'll have to have a little side title dinner, number Trevor.
1: eight. Is it? Is that the, was, you're was only a
0: Queenslander around Origin time? Isn't that funny? <laughs> I've been a Queenslander. <laughs> no,
1: you, no, you don't really know. Mention that you're for your Queensland. As long as time. I've
0: been supporting. And following Origin I've been a Queenslander okay. And that's why have a little.
1: The blokes have to have A little side bet We might have it.
0: to have A little wager I think That's yes, a very good will. idea Anyway let's get straight Into Two Blokes Talking Tech I mean, there's a bit of hype around a lot of products these days. You know, Apple do it well. Samsung do it well. We talked about that last week. BlackBerry, not so well. Um, and yeah. Spotify is one that, you know, people have been raving about for a long time. Launched in 2008 in Sweden. it's it swept the globe, as they say. And we've been waiting and waiting, not only, you know, wondering when it was going to come, but then there's, we've been teased, especially in, in our jobs, because we've been yes. teased that it was coming. And, you know, there might be an announcement and even get to play with it for a while. And, and then it was put off. And finally... Um, late last week, uh, I was told it would launch this week, and then Bingo this morning the email came out, and it was available literally as the, at the time the email came out, so Spotify. Is now available to Australians. Spotify is yet another music streaming service, and I guess there is a little difference, or there's a few differences. But mm-hmm. one of the key differences there is a free um, uh, model that uh, is ad-supported that you can listen on your computer to, to all the music Spotify has available, um, and you'll you'll be interrupted, you know, between songs and whatnot with ads if you're into that kind of thing. But for a very small, um, you know, fee, you can get uh, the premium access, which is going to get your mobile access, and then. Uh, and then there's even a, another level above, or actually the, the top level is called Premium, where um, you can then get the music offline. So it's another right. one, and I've got to say straight up, I've been playing it for a little while, the library's better than RDO. I, I was a massive fan of RDO. Um, the library's a little better. There's a, there's a few more songs, without doubt, and I'm only searching you know, some really vague things, but there's definitely more songs, as I can see it. Um, mm-hmm. I do like the, the downloaded app, the actual physical program that lives on it's your like computer. Um, I don't know, mate. What do you think?
1: I, I like quite like it, and I, I too have been uh, playing with the desktop and the uh, iPhone version. We got a special uh, access to it, but yep. uh, we've been waiting with bated breath for this thing to finally go live, and it has. And now we should say there have been you mentioned RDO, there's been rara.com there's a, i think telstra's is it mog? mog is coming out later this year so there's no Sony. shortage of streaming services but this seems to be the one that's captured uh, a large audience around the world especially in the US it, it's a and brand across thing. Europe so yeah. this is really good news that finally it's made it to Australia what 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 may, what indicates the how big spotify is is the support it gets oh, from yeah. outside from other people like rolling stone have a dedicated Spotify app. Triple J announced today they've got a Spotify app. Sonos came out as well to say, yes, we're supporting Spotify on our, Son- on our Sonos. They're excellent mm. wireless speakers. So, this is uh, the, the support they've got is widespread and, and for obvious reasons. The service is terrific. Great library, as you mentioned. So, finally, Aussies can get a taste for it, because we love music like everyone else, Trevor. And we do. it's good to see we're getting our teeth into this service.
0: This does a lot of the things that uh, certainly I'd seen audio do before, which is, you know, sharing what you're listening to and your playlists on Facebook, which is good, but Jesus. I it,
1: expect oh. to see more John Farnham shared from you through Spotify. Uh, does, is John Farnham on Spotify? Uh, you know, I haven't searched.
0: I've only pretty My much gosh. just got Crowded House Live and, uh, and Adele at the moment, so I'll, I'll get into it a bit more. But but oh, the I'm thing, sure you we'll know, I saw this. a lot of grief this morning um, – From people who wanted to sign up but just didn't, because it requires—and I mean literally—you can't do it without a Facebook login. So there are some people, and I think it's a small percentage, but there are people that are dirty that you literally have to have a Facebook login to 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 join Spotify.
1: Well, I think you know they they obviously want to make the music experience a social one, and and it's look Facebook's got nearly a billion users around the world. So, of course, they want to get into their ears and, uh, you know, in front of them on their newsfeed. So, yeah. but And, and you, as I've already seen on my news feed, there's several people already sharing their music on, on your Facebook feed. And it, it's a great way, though, to discover music. I think, uh, yeah. you know, apart from seeing all the usual John Farnham that you'll be listening to <laughs> and, and Bon Jovi and all the ELO and all your favorites, yeah, yeah. it'll be good to see <laughs> what your friends are listening to because, you know what, as you know, friend recommendations – are probably paid more attention by other users as as more more than a, like an advertisement for that particular for that album. So that, that's it. Yeah, how many times have you heard people say, know, yeah, try this out; it's pretty good," and you'll you'll pay more attention to that recommendation than an actual advertisement. Yeah. So um, that's I think what Spotify is trying to achieve with the tight Facebook integration.
0: Yeah. Look, I think they've done a very good job there. Their apps in, on the on the mobile platforms look fantastic. As I said, the down the desktop app I think is brilliant, and it's and it's very- across
1: all platforms. We should point yep. out too. So it's on iPhone, Definitely. Android, iPad, Android tablets. On your desktop, PC, Mac, the whole lot. I even hear a rumour they're on Blackberry. Well, well it's uh, they're all things to all people, mm, Trevor. Mm.
0: We won't go there again this week. Um, I did get feedback from our comments <laughs> last week. Did you week. really? Not from not from Blackberry themselves. I, just uh, someone someone noted the, someone that I agreed I'd, with us. Or well, I think they, they they did. Yes. Anyway, so Spotify, it's it's not a bad price. Too slight, like a ninety-one cents cheaper
1: than RDO. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's pretty reasonably priced. I think it's very, very competitive. Twelve. Well, $11.99, 12 bucks a month. That's pretty good if you're into your music. It's it's that's what's that three coffees three coffees a month. No, good.
0: no, I agree wholeheartedly. I think it is well priced. But the issue with the pricing, and this is what I said uh, about many of them, is not um, is not really the actual price per month. It's a matter of is that value for money for you. And I think it comes down to would you spend um, you know so so two hundred and forty bucks is that 12, 12 you know the, the the month the yearly fee? Um, would you spend that amount of money every year on? music well, uh, sorry that's a 140 very good
1: way to put it 140 dollars I would yeah so exactly it's value for me
0: if you would spend that much money on new albums or new tracks and things then you really will find benefit in the the streaming model whereas I do not spend anywhere near that amount of money on music so therefore it is difficult to justify uh, 100, 140 dollars uh, a
1: year Possibly, but oh, what I love about the service, and this is what were the motivation for the two guys that that, that founded the service, hmm. they wanted a an alternative to piracy. They wanted yeah. to give people reasonably affordable, it's very affordable, access to whatever music they wanted, rather than them just trying to steal it. And let's face it, in years gone by, it was easier to steal music than to buy it and oh, find yeah. it properly. Years ago, hmm. it isn't now. But this is that that's I think a great that, that's a, the motivation for this service as well. Spotify. So the, the, today's generation who they, they just assume that music's out there, yeah. uh, especially younger younger teenagers and the, who've never ever bought a CD in their life, mm. this sort of service, I think, is going to show them that for a small amount of money, you can still get whatever you want. Kids today. I don't know. <laughs>
0: anyway, Spotify.com. You can read more about it at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long.
1: Now, in the past, Trevor, we've made no secret of the fact that we were both fans of the Nokia Lumia 800. Definitely. And the new Windows phone operating system. Uh, Well, the good news is that that Nokia has now released the next generation of their Windows phones, and that's the Lumia 900, Mm -hmm. the follow-up to that device. I went along to a briefing with uh, Nokia last week and had actually a bit of a h- hands-on uh, play with the new 900. It's uh, it's a larger device than the 800. It's got a 4.3-inch screen up from the 3.7 on the 800. Mm-hmm. Still that excellent crisp AMOLED clear black display. Same same design mm. uh, with the polycarbonate body, but it didn't have – you know how on the 800 it's got the screen actually curves with the body, so it curves yep. to the edge? Yeah, yeah. The 900 screen actually has a flat screen, so that it doesn't quite flow with the polycarbonate body. It kind of the edge of the screen is actually a couple of millimeters above the polycarbonate body. But uh, apart from that sort of little design, what I thought could have been a little bit tidier on the design side, Hmm. uh, it does have also uh, a a, it's a quad band, so it can uh, work across all networks. It's got dual band HSPA, HSDPA plus. So it's going to work quite quickly on the networks as we saw with new products like the the new iPad uh, on those on the Telstra network yep. especially still got a single core processor though one.4 gigahertz uh, and the other model they released also they announced was the Lumia 610 which is a the affordable three point seven inch Windows phone that's uh, going to be priced. I think, $329. And, and that's, that's a good... That what we need is more entry-level smartphones. The
0: only issue I've, I've read about uh, with the Lumia 900 is actually a limitation of Windows, not the, not the device itself, in that the, the Windows operating system doesn't really allow it to take advantage of the bigger screen. The resolution doesn't really... Um, can't be scaled up. It only has a certain resolution limit, so it can it not look as nice in some web experiences and some, some browsing experiences. And also, the... Um, The the memory capabilities. I think it's sixteen It's Still sixteen,
1: yes. Mm. So you know, it's still not that high. But one one thing it will have, which the eight hundred did not have, is Wi Fi hotspot capability. Yeah, right. right. And apparently, I know I wasn't aware of this. I may have misspoken in the past. The Wi Fi hotspot capability of the eight hundred is going to is coming. Apparently, it's achievable with a software upgrade. Right, okay. It will be able to have a Wi-Fi hotspot. Nokia told me the other night that there will be a software update issued later this year Mm -hmm. that will give the 800 Wi-Fi hotspot capability as well.
0: All right, and again, you can read more about that at techguide.com.au. Sometimes when surveys come out, you know, you're, they're, they're, there's a tech company behind them, and you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. Oh, I, I thought I thought this was really interesting research that you published at, at techguide.com.au about older Australians because it didn't come from you know Telstra talking about how you know savvy they are or how connected they are. It didn't come from uh, you know a device manufacturer about how many of their devices they bought. It was it was research from APIA, you know, the Australian Pensioners Insurance Agency, who do a lot of advertising for the for the 50 plus in, insurance market, and and they've demonstrated that you know the percentage of over 50 50s that regularly used, you know, online programs like email or the internet is bloody high. And and uh, you know, yeah. I've been saying this for a while. And we talk to the, we talk to older Australians, we talk to mums, dads, and grandparents all the time on the radio. Absolutely. And this is this is not news to me. But I think it's good to have some some real data behind it.
1: Totally right. Yeah. Well, AP's insur- uh, the insurance company's uh, research spoke to two thousand and sixty Australians across all all across the country over fifty. And it showed that more than 75% of people over 50 are regular users of the internet. Of Like 40% of people over 50 are on Facebook, for example. 71% uh, uh, of users over 50 do a lot of shopping online. 71% do their banking and pay bills. 40% use Skype. So it it all goes to keeping in touch with loved ones, researching things on the internet. Now, a lot of the retirees have got a little bit more time on their hands to get their head around the new technology. But when you think about that generation… This was the same generation that was in their 20s and 30s when things like the computer started to become a more common product and CD players, vinyl was phased out. So they're they're no strangers to adopting new technology and seeing new technology emerge. And these stats are really refreshing to see that they're still hung in there with the internet uh, and, and uh, using that not only to stay in touch, but also to do things like book their trips and check best prices for their insurance and things like that. So, uh, so, so the one that. The the one silver one that, surfers are on the rise.
0: Absolutely. And the one that, here's the one that really got me. Um, and I'll put it in a couple of ways for you 41% of, of people aged 75 or over. Now, that is 41% of people born in 1937 or earlier. Right, regularly use online programs like email or the internet.
1: 41%. That's great. Well, it's it's just goes to show that adoption is something they're not no strangers to. As I mentioned, that they're, they're used to these seeing this new technology emerge. In fact, what the internet's what now 17, 18 years old in Australia. Yeah, yeah. they were in their sixties when that came out, so it wasn't too bad, or it wasn't too long ago for them that they were uh, afraid to embrace it. But uh, I think yeah, the the few myths have been shattered with this one. I think a lot of people think of old people as people who got no idea how to use technology or mm. afraid to use the internet. It's actually refreshing. To see, it's the opposite. Two
0: blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenny. And we do this thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au. If you're looking for the latest and greatest in uh, in home connectivity and, and small business connectivity, Netgear are the people to talk to. And you should uh, check out Netgear.com.au. And there's a there's a tab there in the in their news section talking about the latest generation of wireless 802.11 AC. So you might have heard, you know, Wireless B, Wireless G, Wireless N is the latest, and and it was a very fast and and better range. Wireless AC is coming in literally six or seven weeks, and uh, Netgear will be one of the first companies to have a wireless AC router, and uh, very soon after that, they'll have a wireless AC adapter available for your notebook. And this is not about, you know, everything's going to connect straight away to that new platform, but it's about making sure you're future-proofing your home if you're about to upgrade the technology in your home, like the router. This kind of technology will enable the best advantage should be taken of things like the NBN and Netgear at the forefront of that innovation. And I've got to tell you, they've, they've continued the, the design innovations that they launched at CES with their devices. This is a stunning looking device. So you can read more about that at netgear.com.au. Netgear.com.au. Look for the information there about super fast uh, wireless in your home. And it's called 802.11ac.
1: Now we've spoken about Quickflix in the past a very uh, popular mm. movie service now they still have a service where people can actually have DVDs and Blu-rays mailed out to them kind of a no no late fees kind of service yep. but the most popular and growing part of the business is the streaming service which allows users to for a monthly fee i think it's 14.99 can view unlimited movies unlimited TV shows to various devices like their smart TVs to their PlayStation 3 the Xbox 360, but they've now added a new way to enjoy your quick flick service, and that's through your iPhone and your iPad with a brand-new app that was just released this week. So uh, rather than you being limited to those products, your TV and the consoles, mm. you can now view those movies on the go, obviously through a Wi-Fi network. there would be quite large downloads if they're through 3G. Mm. So a new app that was launched this week.
0: And it's a, you know, this is, a, this is the next, what's one of the many battlegrounds going on. We talked about Spotify earlier and, you know, streaming music services. Movie services are, you know, as big a deal and probably a bigger deal in terms of the revenue they attract because movies are slightly more expensive on a, on a per-item basis. But, you know, people love movies. And uh, to be That's able it. to get access to, to movies on the go, and QuickFlix have had a good service and, and I think the, the what they've got to do here is they've got to keep up. You know, Blockbuster not really keeping up. Um, Quickflix. You know, the CD thing was a great idea when it first came out, but it's it's kind of getting on a bit now. So the, the availability of this on the iPad and the iPhone is is an excellent idea. It's just a matter of it'll be very interesting to see how it competes with um, you know with other services that you
1: know like even iTunes. You know, I, I find iTunes oh. to be a pretty simple and easy way to well, go about getting a movie. That's good. That's my question. I was just wondering. I was writing this the other day on Tech Guide. I'm thinking all iTunes has to do is offer a monthly all-you-can-eat download model, mm. and it, it's it's going to really, really change the whole game. Uh, yeah, I don't know true. whether they'll do that because, uh, I don't know, they're just probably set in the way they want to do things. They've probably got relationships and deals with all the studios and all the recording, the, all, all the TV studios as well. Mm. So it's I just interesting wonder that. If, if iTunes, if that would ever be on their roadmap because – Certainly very popular to begin with, but this could really put them through the roof. But, you know, QuickFlix services like QuickFlix, which is now commonplace on, you turn on a smart TV and there's a QuickFlix icon. Mm. All you need to do is type in your details and you're viewing directly on a smart TV through your PlayStation or Xbox. So interesting to see whether Apple might even delve into that area whether they'll make it available on their upcoming Apple TV, which we've discussed, or mm. just stick to their own little ecosystem there.
0: Oh, look, I think the ecosystem can can be maintained, but it's a bloody good point, actually, mate, it relates to music and movies. I mean, if streaming music services are as popular as they are, are perceived to be given the popularity of Spotify and things like that, then you know the, the model must exist, so you have to say, well, Apple have probably the best relationship because they they did re relaunch the music industry in a sense, so it's it 's a no brainer that they have the cloud system now where you can literally download and listen off the cloud. you listen to your That's own right. collection yeah, well, it 's not put, brilliant though you know downloading I'll put this and listening. question
1: to you though Trevor mm. if you could imagine if iTunes came out with a streaming model that covered music and movies mm. for a reasonably affordable price, say twenty four ninety five, dollars 95 29 a month,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think that'd be a pretty attractive prospect. I do. I think- And, I then, think... and the, as you said, it'll take on Spotify, it'll take on QuickFlix.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very interesting point. So let's let's follow that with uh, with great interest because as as we all know, two the two blokes talking tech are well ahead of the game when it comes to predicting what's going <laughs> well, to happen in the tech listen world. To what we have to say, Trevor. Oh, we know that for a fact. I mean, uh, <laughs> thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. We'll talk about you in a minute. Two blokes talking tech, quick flicks on the iPad. You read more about that at TechGuide.com.au. <laughs> And look, I look at the download stats every week for Two Bikes Talking Tech, and I do notice that every single week there is uh, there is a single download from Facebook headquarters, and it, it is Mark Zuckerberg. G'day, Mark, and appreciate you listening. It's, it's yes. great to have your company as always. Big shout out to the, and congratulations on your recent marriage, to oh, your sure, recent wedding. And well, you know, well. I'm sure he won't mind us saying g'day. You know, he sends us emails every week, and and you know, Absolutely. we try and, we try and keep in touch. But Mom, Mark, <laughs> drop off, mate. We're a bit busy, all right. We've got these shows yeah. to do. We'll answer your emails when we get the chance. Yeah, give me a break. Anyway, so <laughs> you know, I I expect his emails are going to drop off now because he's probably going to enjoy a honeymoon, and he has got like $20 billion now because Facebook did launch on the, on the, on the NASDAQ last week, at the end of last week. You know, share price was, was $38. It, it peaked somewhere in the 40s, and then it, it ended the day at $38. But what's really interesting to me is that, firstly, that's disappointing apparently. You know, launching at the right price is disappointing. And secondly, today or, or early this week, it's tanked. You know, if you want it to has. call 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 thirty four dollars tanking, which is you know a good ten percent loss, and that's a big loss on poor old Zuck's bank balance. Or, or well, he per- lost two billion dollars. Yeah, them. poor bugger. But but I'm oh, sorry, yes. you know, Mark. But but um, <laughs> but it's it's interesting because that that kind of indicates a lot of the in- institutional investors straight away have kind of bailed out and gone. We'll let this thing roll. But I said today on the radio, look, you know what? It, it's sure it's gone down ten percent. It, it might go down twenty percent. But in mm. ten years, we won't be looking back at this thirty eight dollars. This will be a five hundred dollar share. In, you think so? In, oh, mate, this will be one of those companies that continues to grow and, and, and the share – maybe not 500 bucks, but know. you know what I
1: mean? I think uh, the, the obviously there was a lot of hype around this IPO, this uh, initial public offering. Hmm. So that really sort of created a lot – a huge amount of buzz and everyone's expecting the stocks to really take off. But that opening day was – I wrote on my website, it was a quite a lackluster, quite a tame performance. Hmm. Now that the, the shares have actually dropped below that initial $0.38 cent offering hmm. – it, it sort of it, it reminds me of the what was what was said before that i think whispernumber.com a website that polled 1100 registered traders and investors mm. And the response to that poll was that 71% said that they didn't consider Facebook as a good long term investment. Mm. Um, they, they kind of talked about uh, the hype, but it was all about hype rather than actual business and the business model. And was the, 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 they were harking back to, remember MySpace, kind of that's yeah, kind of yeah. thought. But um, you look at it, and Facebook's obviously hugely popular. It, it is the internet for a lot of people yeah. that that's what they know as the that's internet right. and a lot of companies are creating their own pages and being involved on the site so it's huge but look at it look at what they do they don't make anything hmm. they don't sell anything <laughs> they do some advertising so it's going to be whether that advertising is going to increase now to sort of generate more revenue, but it's not like Apple who make all these these products, these innovative products, and see their share price continually climb mm-hmm. through innovation. I just wonder what's Facebook's next trick. They've got to really continue that innovation mm. to stay relevant and popular to keep that share price bubbling.
0: You could you could say that about Google though early on too. You know what do they do? They just people search there. So yeah, but their
1: ad but their ad model I think was a lot more uh, a lot more focused I think than Facebook. I don't know. You've, I'm sure you've seen the social network. You know the oh, film yeah, they did, yeah, yeah. And, and and Mark Zuckerberg was quite resistant to having any advertising on the site. Well, he considered it uncool if we could believe what was what was said in that film. So, I think he's realizing that his ad revenue really needs to pick up mm. for them to continue to offer their now their shareholders. A, a, an investment that's going to continue to grow. Well, let me
0: tell you the one thing that I think stands in the way of Facebook's growth and share, share value, and I'm sure that they're, they're, they're about to launch this or, or, or it's being very well discussed, is mobile, mate. I've seen stats that the, the oh. percentage of mobile access to Facebook is, is out of this world. Well, well hang on a minute. That's future,
1: Trevor, for that. Yeah,
0: yeah, but there's no ads. Do you know what I mean? Mobile's the best place not to yet. view Facebook. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. Yet. They haven't worked out how to do that because, see, the mobile is a very small screen. You throw ads in there, people are going to get really peed off because yeah. if the ads are too big and all that kind of stuff, it's a really interesting thing that they have to do that well. And no one's really nailed mobile advertising, if, you, if you're honest. I mean, it's not really yeah. been done well anywhere apart from annoying ads in games which make people want to spend a dollar to upgrade. Well, it makes the game free then, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah true. So anyway.
1: True. No, no, exactly right. That's an excellent point. So with- but, uh, I'm sure Zuck is interested, listening right now to us, mate, oh, look, modelling I mean, uh, his next uh, version of the mobile app on our, on our thoughts
0: here. I can't disclose the discussions that, that the two blokes are having <laughs> with Mark Zuckerberg, but you can uh, follow the details of that as it happens here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking
1: Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Now, Bose uh, are always a, a company that are innovating when it comes to mm-hmm. audio, and what I like about the company is that they are not just they don't just put out products just for the sake of it just because it's been a year since yeah. the last launch. They only release products when they've come up with some kind of innovation and some kind of improvement uh, on the previous product. Now, the Bose iconic models, uh, the iconic devices were their Wave music systems. Mm-hmm. Now, they've come up with Wave Music 3 and Wave Radio 3, which has now improved AM, FM uh, reception it's improved the whole lot. It's also added digital radio. Oh, plus Options oh. as well. It's also got Bluetooth streaming options. Slot-loading CD. I found it interesting. They've stuck to the CD format. Mm. There are ways to connect your iPhone and your other, other devices through using an auxiliary dock, uh, an auxiliary in or a dedicated dock. Uh, but the new Wave Music 3 and Wave Radio 3 are out now. They're not cheap, but uh, you uh, you get what you pay for. Bose have always been a company that uh, that make good products. The the Bose Music 3 uh, is priced at six ninety nine. The digital version with the dab plus is seven ninety nine. The Wave Radio is four seven nine. The Wave Radio 3 with digital is five seventy nine.
0: And look, um, Stephen, you're obviously going to review this in much more detail and I recommend... Yes, I did.
1: I received it today with much excitement. It arrived on my doorstep. I'm going to do a full review of the Wave Music 3 digital. And what you'll be listening to to check the digital radio quality is listening to SBS Eurovision Radio
0: and SBS Bollywood Radio, two <laughs> pop-up <laughs> digital radio stations which launched this week so that you can enjoy the best you know, 24-7 Eurovision hits and also some great Bollywood music in the lead-up to SBS Very Bollywood
1: Very good Star. plug, Trevor. Mm, and yeah. I will do that for you. I will listen and I'll report back <laughs> On how good your company's radio station sounds. Too yes, close, we love it. Two Bikes Talking Tech, you
0: can read the, the, the details of that system in, uh, on techguide.com.au right now, and a full review coming soon at techguide.com.au. Now, there, there was a lot of hype, and we talked about uh, Ashton Kutcher playing. Um, uh, playing Steve Jobs in in an upcoming uh, movie biopic, whatever they biopic, whatever they want to call them, but it's a movie <laughs> about Steve Jobs' life, and uh, and that's interesting because we've seen photos of him now dressed in in the turtleneck and all that kind of stuff. But what's oh, yeah. even more interesting is um, Aaron Sorkin has been uh, has been signed up and agreed to to write the screenplay for uh, for a Steve Jobs movie um, based on the official uh, Walter Isaacson book, Steve Jobs. So there's two things here. This is this is a separate movie to the Ashton Kutcher one, very, very separate, and uh, I've got to say, at this point in time, even though Ashton is a, you know, a good actor and he's a good likeness, I'll be backing this one, the the, the Aaron Sorkin um, uh, screenplay based on the Walter Isaacson book because it's, it, I think it's going to have a bit more weight to it, don't you?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Well, it's backed by Sony Pictures for a start who own the rights to the Walter Isaacson book, mm. and Aaron Sorkin won an Academy Award for adapting... Uh, the the book that that was based on, uh, that that the social network was Mm, based on, which mm. told the story of Facebook and our good friend Mark Zuckerberg. But uh, so Aaron Sorkin is a genius writer. I'm a huge fan of the West Wing. Anything that that Aaron Sorkin pens was also written by Aaron Sorkin. Uh, Very, very talented writer. I think I I read uh, online that he was looking for for the angle to which to – to, to the, the hook for this film. It's not going to be simply a, a cradle-to-grave kind of story. It's going to be, I think, focus on an incident. I think the social network, as you recall, focused on Mark Zuckerberg's not only the rise of Facebook, but also the battle he faced against the Winklevoss twins mm. that created the tension and the drama in the film. So I th- I think, personally, I think it's going to be all about that central part of Steve Jobs' life where he founded Apple, was kicked out of the company, he kicked out of Apple, and then made his triumphant return yeah. before his untimely death with last year due to cancer i think that is what i think he'll focus on and, and with aaron sorkin aaron sorkin, uh he's he's going to come up with a terrific script hmm. snappy dialogue it's going to be really compelling I'm, I'm really looking forward to it
0: it's going to be a race to the cinemas for
1: these guys so i uh, look forward to that later this year or or, or uh, thereabouts i think it'll be early next year it'll Be probably a summer film for next year
0: Yeah, i think um i think the kusher one that they're, they're really trying to get out um very late this year, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I think it's all it's all going to be next year. Um, one of them is it the Kuchar
1: one's actually being filmed in the original Apple Garage too. So is that right? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's currently being filmed, I think, and I don't mm. think Aaron Sorkin has actually started the screenplay yet, so mm. we won't be seeing that for quite a while. But good things take time.
0: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to Netgear. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick. And mate, just quickly. Uh, just a minute left. Uh, tell us about Avast free Mac security
1: software. Well, there's a there's a perception out there, Trevor, that if you own a Mac you don't need internet security software bop, wrong. Bop. You do need internet security software. Avast vast has come to the rescue here with a free version that you can actually download. I'll put a link on tech guide on my story on the website there. You can download a free version of Avast which can do things like scan your files when you receive and send emails. It has also got a browser plugin to warn you if you may be surfing towards sites that are serving up malicious software so for free it's a very good deal a vast security software download it for nothing through the link at techguide.com.au two blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with
0: trevor long and Stephen fennec And that's a wrap. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 65. We'll be back again next week uh, after a Queensland victory in the Origin 1 down in Melbourne. Stephen (laughs) will be crying because Souths are losing. Did they lose this weekend?
1: Excuse me. Souths have won three games in a row and had the bye, and they're facing the Raiders on Friday night, which will no doubt be another victory.
0: I'm I'm rejoicing because Parramatta got two points this week. Um, We won the bye. That was good. They had the bye. (laughs) Um, So bring it on. (laughs) Anyway, thanks, mate. You can read uh, all the latest in technology each and every day from Stephen at 10. Guide.com.au. Thanks for listening, thanks for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech and you can get us every week at iTunes and twoblokestalkingtech.com